Hey, Basic Brown Nerds, this is Joy Valerie. And one of the questions that people are always asking me is, how do I start a podcast? Well, I've been podcasting for almost three years now. And let me tell you, back when I started, there weren't many tools that made it simple to just start. And lucky for you, now there's Anchor.fm and you could get started right away with tools built in, audio features, and also making it really simple for you to monetize on day one. They will distribute your podcast on apps like Spotify, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts. So just go to anchor.fm or download the app to get started and make sure that you share it with us. Hi, I'm Joy. And I am Grecia. And we are Basic Basic Browners. Hi, guys. So today we're going to be talking about the Latinx meetup we did in New York City last week. We went to see Latin History for Morons, and we got to meet a lot of you that we connected through through Basic Browners and through Joy's Part-Time Exploradora. We're so thankful to anyone that came, and we also want to give a special shout-out to everyone else that was involved. So, super big shout-out to Susie from Latinx Project. She really helped spearhead everything. Latinx Project is a studio focused on creating community within Latinx people. Within the art. (laughs) Within the art, sorry. (laughs) Um, And David from Tequeria, who is a professional network for Latinos in tech. And we all collaborated and worked together to make this happen. So we're really excited that we were able to do that. And for some awesome Latino brands, Alice Travel, that really helped with our raffle. They are a network to empower Latinos to travel the world. Suela, which provided some really cool totes and swag. And they are a feminist shop. And Shop Destruya, which provided some really cool merch. So check out all of them. We'll be putting the links in the bio. Yeah, and it was it was really cool getting to meet a lot of people. Like, so I've been talking with Susie through Instagram for months now. We first uh, met up when I was doing my Dreamer stories on Instagram. I think you connected us too. So. Yeah, so she first um, she did a a piece that went along with one of my poems, and that was kind of the first time we connected. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, oh, and cool. so we've been talking for months. Like, it's so weird how you meet people on Instagram, and it's like you become best friends and tell each other, like, yeah. your lives, but, like, you haven't met in person yet. Here's just like, but I know everything about you, and we were, like, in the DMs all day. Um. Exactly. <laughs> so it was really awesome getting to meet her. We I also got to meet Rogue Immigrants, who I also had been in contact with, and so that was really cool. That is so cool. I think it's it's really interesting how like Instagram is kind of just this platform. Like for me, I very much use it as like a friend app. Like I don't know. Like, <laughs> Does that make sense? It's like, like a friend Tinder type thing. Right. Because I mean some people do use it like regular dating Tinder and like I'm not about that. Um, <laughs> but like I've met so like I I think most of my core group of friends now are like people that we connected somehow on Instagram. Um, which is crazy and kind of weird, but at the same time, like, it's not, because it's, like, we know we have already, like, really similar interests, and, like, even whenever there's, like, a debate on Instagram, like, somebody posted a meme that's, like, oh, this is problematic, you know, it really, like, sparks discussions for me, and then I'm, like, hmm, why, like, oh, oh, you know? And, like, this event was... (laughs) 
pretty much all driven through Instagram. It was. Like, I think most of the people that came were either friends of people who were friends of that people that followed us on Instagram um, or probably, yeah, like, following any of the people that were in charge, like me, Taqueria, you, like, you know, like, following all of our Instagram. So it was really cool because some people were like, oh, my God, I'm so excited to meet you. And I'm like, hey, like, know, it's so, so weird. So many people showed up. Like, we were not prepared yeah, to 60. have that we many people. We had a people. total of 60 between the brunch and the play. Yes. Um, so, yeah, I was like, whoa, it's a lot of people. <laughs> yeah, and it was, uh, yeah, like, there were a lot of people that we got to put a face yeah. To their like, Instagram, like I like a few people. I was like, "Wait, who are you?" And they had to give me like their IG name, and I was like, "Oh, that's yes, you. yes, I know." Like some people were like, "Oh my god, it's so nice to meet you," and I was like, "Hello," and then they're like, "I'm this and that," and I was like, "Oh, oh, hey, yeah." <laughs> so that was really cool. So it's really funny. I know. Like we should have all like put name tags with our Instagram handles. I didn't think of that. That's next a, time. a new idea for next time, guys. <laughs> And, yeah, and then we went to see the play. Yeah. And that was, like, a really interesting experience. Me and Joy, we were, so we were sitting next to each other, and, the, and so we liked a lot of it. I think it was, like, a really cool experience. <laughs> yeah. I mean, to get to go through a theater and look around and see just, like, all of these um, like other Latinos are with yeah. you enjoying this was in like, New York think, City on Broadway. It was like, we were on Broadway. I thought that was like really amazing. Yeah, and you know you don't feel. I think that was that was cool. You didn't feel like out of place. It was kind of just like oh we belong here. You know? Yeah, like um, this is for us, <laughs> <laughs> by us, for us, all the things. So that was great. And so we, you know, we we're really excited to go and like see the show and we're like finally something that you know we can connect with like so directly I mean actually I'm not that into Broadway I haven't really seen anything I always wanted to see stuff but then like I never get around to it like I always want to see in the heights I want to see Hamilton I still haven't seen it no one's anybody seen it. wants to <laughs> anyone to like help me get cheap tickets like yeah. please send us a DM a friend of ours just bought tickets and was super excited and then she told me it was $600 and I was like girl that is a whole trip like I am not doing that that I'll is wait until it's like on I don't know, on DVD. I know. know. See, Streaming I, online. <laughs> when they make a movie, we'll be there, but until then. Like, oh, I remember when Hamilton was on Broadway. That's my old person voice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, it was really, that that aspect of it, I think, was really cool. Um, so, actually, the show is no longer running on Broadway. The, it, the, its last show date was Sunday. We saw the Sunday. second to last yes. show date. We got to go that Saturday. The, show, the last show was that Sunday. So, you know, we're we're going to talk about it, and obviously, like, if you still want to see it, but you can't, I mean, like, we can't really be giving spoilers here, I guess. Yeah, sorry. Um, but, yeah, it's funny, because I actually was talking about it with some people, and one girl didn't know about it, and she's like, I want to go see it, and I was like, sorry. Yeah, you can't. Um. <laughs> She'd have been following us on Instagram and signed up to go to our meetup. Yeah, but I, was she like, oh, I was like, I did offer you a ticket, but, like, you was all like, no. My friends will be in town, and it's my birthday. <laughs> Excuses, excuses. No, but uh, so the the structure of the show was John Leguizamo talking about how his, so he has two kids, he has a daughter and a son, and his son was being bullied at school for being Latino, and they were using all these racial slurs again, against him, and he was very surprised by how it hasn't changed, how he had to Especially deal with that. Especially going to like a bougie-ass school. 
Yeah. <laughs> Which, to me, personally, doesn't actually surprise me. But, right. like, I guess, That's like, true. he just feels like I came from the ghetto. I did all the work. I finally got myself here. And then, um, and even through all the work I've been putting in, now my kids still have to deal with this. Like, wasn't right. the point that they wouldn't have to deal with this. And here they are. Yeah. With Trump as a president. <laughs> I thought it was so funny because he pointed out, like, he's married to a Jewish woman. So, like, this kid, he was just like, this kid is, like, a product of, like, the most oppressed people. Oh, oh like, I was just like, photosipo. And, like, he's, like, he was saying his, his son is, like, this very smart, nerdy type of kid. Yeah. And I'm like... Oh, like this poor kid. I know. And he he did a. I think it was really funny how he like impersonated his family. Yeah. He took on the personas of different people on the show, his kids, his wife, and also like his therapist being one of them. And so the other setup of the show was like him talking about how his son had this um, year long project type thing called like my heroes it was and, a year right yeah i because, thought that was weird because i was like why are they doing this i don't know so I mean, long. right <laughs> i mean it was basically he presented it at the end of the year and so john leguizamo was trying to do all of these risk research on you know latin america and like who we are as a people to try to give his son some Latin American heroes to look up to because people in school were talking about like oh we come from a line of civil war generals and then like, we can trace right. our family honor all the way back there and like blah blah blah, blah, blah. exactly yeah. and so he kind of wanted to give that to his son and so in between like that being the structure then he sort of talked about the research that he did some of the books that he read um, some of the problems that he had to deal with when he was growing up and tying that to his son growing up and then he also talked about like the ghetto rage of like you're out of the ghetto now but you still have the ghetto in you and like when shit kind of comes <laughs> up that like like that attitude comes back up you and- don't know me <laughs> So that was... But, like, haven't you ever heard that? Like, I have definitely heard people be like, you don't know me? Like, what? Right? <laughs> and so it was, you know, overall, I think, you know, one-man show yeah. is a very hard, difficult thing to do. And he was on Broadway. Like, I think that was the thing that, like, you know, just was like, whoa, like, we made it. There was a show that straight up says Latino yes. on Broadway. Well, he said Latin. That was, like, one of the things that some of us were thinking. Mm, we're like... We were like, Latin, no okay, whatever. Yeah. Well, over. And so it was like, really, what was your favorite part? Um, I think overall, like, my biggest takeaway was, you know, like, I try to advocate mental health a lot um, just because it's something I personally dealt with. And I thought it was really good that he played it in to the scene, like, to the show, right? Like, he yeah, kind of like, was just like, yeah, I went to my therapist, and then everyone was, like, quiet, and he's like, yeah, I go to therapy. Um, <laughs> and I think it was, like, something that, for me, I was just like, yeah, cool. And he made it funny, mm-hmm. and, like, you know, kind of just at the same time, like, normalizing it, which I thought yes. was really important, because, you know, he does talk about that ghetto rage, and how he, like, you know, talking to his therapist, he realized he didn't have any Latino heroes. Um, and it's really weird, because it's funny, because I think he also impersonated, like, a white therapist. Yes. Uh, which I was just like, yo, that's my life. Uh, <laughs> right? Because, you know, you can't, like, unfortunately, there's not that many, like, Latino therapists. And if there are, they're probably super booked, or 
they're like not you know they're very hard to find they're not in our area <laughs> they're not in our area I've been looking um, but even then I think it was interesting because for me like I kind of had a similar experience um with my first therapist who was a white woman and yeah I kind of was like trying going through my identity crisis and it was really interesting because at the same time she kind of helped me um and you know she's like why don't you look at these things I'm like oh or she would tell me of events going on and I'm just like huh okay and I thought it was kind of interesting how that he pointed out like who are your heroes and he and John Leguizamo was like pointing out all the left like the white heroes and his therapist was like do you see the trend here yeah <laughs> um, which kind of got him in his own journey of like looking for those Latino heroes yeah. and I kind of resonated with me a lot because I was kind of looking for like my own like not hero but like a Latino community because mm -hmm. I had been part of so many like white communities and communities where I didn't really feel like as much as I had stuff in common I feel like I didn't really resonate with people as much like you know I feel like I couldn't talk a certain way like I had to put on an act like not like an act but you know you have to code switch and mm -hmm. it's really exhausting um so for me it was like really cool that I was just like in this environment where I was just like hey like these are my people like you know yeah. it's just like I am weird and nerdy and you know like and, and everybody else, like, kind of just was on that same vibe, you know? Yeah. Not, like, this extra, extra Latino, like, the stereotypical Latino that yes. we imagine. And I was, like, it was really cool to be part of that, that I was just, like, oh, my God, like, I helped bring together these people. So, for me, it was really cool to have all of that and, like, looking around in the theater. And I was, like, this is awesome. And the setup, up. and the setup of him doing so much research was super mm, nerdy mm -hmm. and like even the stage was set up to look like a classroom right, right? so he, he was pulled like, out books too yes and he gave us that list which i thought was great um yeah he kept mentioning like different books and i wish like we didn't really have time to write them down we were too oh, busy oh i will add this to our post he actually has a pdf Oh, great. With so all the posts. So yeah, we'll, books, we'll post that. Up. Which I thought was, like, that was kind of my favorite part where he, because I didn't love the show. Mm -hmm. I feel like it left me wanting more. Like, I think I expected more from it. Right. And um, I feel like I like the part where, like, now he has given us resources so that we can do the research ourselves and then, like, right. maybe find what we want to find because he, I felt like he tried to do so much that in a way he ended up not giving too much information. And I, I think, like, my bone to pick with with the show was sort of, like, maybe if you're a person that ha hasn't thought of exploring Right. what it means to be Latin American, like, where you come from. Like, I think it's, like, a great start to, like, hear Definitely. him talk about I those stuff. I think that was his audience. Like, I don't think we were necessarily his target audience. Yeah, but, like, as people that have been, like, doing research or, like, we right. are, like, sort of more involved and, like, we understand sort of, like, I guess what our generation wants, right. I don't think... I think his demographic was also older. Yeah, like his generation. Yeah. Yes. Kind of like he made it in a way that this is like what he had wanted. Yeah. Right? So I even noticed that in our little group, some of the jokes, like everybody else was laughing, and our little group was kind of just like, ah. Yeah. And then, <laughs> um, but I think, so like he really focused, like the Latin history that he focused on was uh, older history. Like he talked mm -hmm. a lot about the ancient empires, like the Incas, the Mayans, the Aztecs. Like he focused a lot on that. And like, I, like my thing about it was like, yeah, well, we know we all got killed off. Like we know right. that the Europeans came with their germs and like we all died. So I but, feel like. But we don't. Like we know that. Like you and I. 
I think collectively, a lot of people might not. That but that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I'm saying, like, if somebody that didn't know anything came, right. it's a good start. But, like, for me personally, I oh, feel yeah. like yeah. I didn't really necessarily gain any new knowledge mm-hmm. of who we are. As a pe- because Some I think- tidbits I did was like, oh, I didn't know that. But, you know, um, I need to fact check them, too. Well, he, he <laughs> said that he, like, at the beginning of the show, he drew a timeline and he said that he was going to be focusing on like what happened between right. like the Mayans and like Pitbull. now which is the era of Pitbull as he called it. Right. And um, he didn't answer that. And I did. I feel like he only focused at the very beginning of the timeline. He never right. really got to the middle or to the end. Right. I was waiting for that and I was like we're running out of time. Like what? Yeah. Um, and he also did briefly mention he was like okay in like I guess he was like as Latinos like we're like I don't remember. The oh, he drew. Yeah. He drew a pie chart. Yeah, um, and he did mention like, oh, we're part like African. Um, we're part like indigenous, or we're not. No, he said Native America, and I thought that was a really good point because he was just like Native American because we were so intertwined, mm-hmm. right? Like as indigenous peoples, and you know, migrating, and that is true. You know, like we've migrated from North America all the way to South mm-hmm. America. That we're so entwined that like. You can't even genetically see the difference. Yes. Um, which I thought was super cool. Um, and I did do an ancestry test, and you, yeah, it just says Native American. They do like ethnic groups to see like what area it is, but they can't even still distinguish. Yes. I'm sure like maybe in the future there'll be some science science, but but like yeah. I thought that was something that was very like important to remember that like we were like all descendants of these people that migrated, yeah. right? Um, but also the other thing, he did point out that there was African in us. And he didn't really cover any of that history. That was the all. only time. Not even he didn't even he didn't cover that. So that was the only time he mentioned. That was the only time he really mentioned it. And then he mm-hmm. never went back. Like he then he just talked about being native. And then he talked about like the Spaniards and like what they did. He did talk about the Caribbean, Cuba, but he didn't mention them again. No, he mentioned the Tainos and how they died off. But right. he still he didn't talk about who we became. Like that was the mm-hmm. thing that I think I wanted. I was like, okay, so like give us some other history right in between which is the part that we we don't know and it was like one of the things that i was thinking about because i started watching sor juana inez oh so good right? did you ever read her her biography no i haven't oh, i mean i've read some read of her, her writing but not the biography yeah, but it's really good but what like shocked me about the show the show is very um in tune with the biography oh okay well yeah. what shocked me about the show wasn't in, in any like of the plot it was the setting itself of seeing all of those white spaniards and mexico and how they were all just like i don't know like i knew that they were there and i knew that we're here now but i've never like seen it i've never seen them just come in and treat people that shouldn't like you know things but like when we don't see this on tv when we see all this other stuff like, I don't know. It just, like, got me so angry. <laughs> no, I get exactly what you're talking about because I remember seeing that. And it, it's, I think, one of them where they, they show in Mexico, right? They're mm-hmm. showing black people, indigenous people, and the Spaniards, right? Yes. And they're showing that. And, yeah, to visualize that because you know there was a caste system, right? Yes. And it's one thing to know and conceptualize it, like, in a book. Yes. But to see it. Yeah. And to see, like, Sor Juana was, like... You know, she was treated differently because her mother was, I think, indigenous. Yes. And and seeing that, and it was just like, what? Well, not only was her mother indigenous, but yeah. she spoke 
native languages. Yeah, and they didn't want her to speak those no, languages. No, people are like, ¿Por qué estás hablando como los indios? Right, and, stuff like and that. then I think there's one episode that talks about the rebellion, right? And they were like, oh, los africanos están rebelando, or something like that. Yeah, I mean, I, I, haven't, like, I haven't watched the whole oh, thing. Oh, sorry. Yeah, what's sorry, about? spoiler, spoiler! We just, we're backtracking. But, like, like a thousand-year-old right, spoiler. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know, sorry. No. But, but no, but you're right, like, yeah. to see it and, is a whole different thing. And I think that... You're listening to Basic Brown Nerds, and we'll be right back. Hey, Basic Brown Nerds, this is Joy Valerie, and I have some really exciting news for you. We have launched our merch shop, so you can go to basicbrownnerds.com slash shop and rep the Basic Brown Nerd movement. And this is one of the ways that we can keep making high-quality content and bring you season three. Yup, we are bringing season three in 2020. And know that when you go to our shop, you're not just supporting us. You are not just supporting the production of this. 100% of the profits goes back into Basic Brown Nerd so that we can bring you more episodes, but also because I want to make all of the ideas that I have a reality, events, and keep bringing you awesome content that every time you listen or see Basic Brown Nerds, you know that these are people just like you, that in this time where people are talking so much crap about us, that you know that our community is strong, powerful, resilient, that we make things out of nothing. And to be honest, that's how we started Basic Brown Nerds almost three years ago. We started in front of a computer and just trying to figure it out. So if you've been listening since then, thank you so much. And when you shop from Basic Brown Nerds, you're not just supporting this, you are supporting local business, local Guatemalan-owned business right here in New York. So thank you and feel free to reach out to us on social media at Basic Brown Nerds and also to me at Joy Valerie with two E's on Instagram and Twitter. I am low-key addicted to social media. That's literally my career. <laughs> I work in media. So I'm really excited to get to know you all, but also feel free to send me any opportunities, any ways to collaborate, to keep making this bigger and keep basic brown nerds going. So see you next decade in 2020. <laughs> kind of like what I wanted was like that part that we don't know that part that like we know happened but it's still like the details are so vague to us that we still mm -hmm. don't understand and I think that's kind of like what I wanted from him right and then he just kind of then mentioned you know he focused a lot on how like our Native American ancestors were like warriors and like how awesome they were which I'm like yeah like that's pretty cool but like it was like also like war oriented and even his his son says that at the end like why are we glorifying like he says yeah. that like why are we glorifying war and violence and he's like i don't want to look up to heroes who were killing yeah um, no, his son woke as hell maybe his son should do a show and then like right be and his daughter all... i think he said his daughter pointed out and he was just like and his daughter was like these are all male representation and yeah. you're not talking about women. okay well so here are like the things that really bothered me like first let's start with the soft things like the posters like all of his uh promotion posters have him as Frida Kahlo, as Pancho Villa, never talks about them. Oh my god, you're right! 
I was just waiting for him. I was like, so when he going to dress up like Frida? And then I was kind of just like, as it was going, I was like, uh-oh, is he going to butcher Frida somehow? And, and then he never did. He never mentioned them, right? <laughs> he, he doesn't talk about any of our art. He, I mean, right. he, he very briefly talked about how our art is called folk art, folk art, and then like European art is called fine art. But he didn't talk about because artists. Was, oh my God, I didn't know that. When, when he was like, oh, it's because all of our gold was melted. And I was like, for coins and I was like wait hold up what yeah like all of our all of our gold art was melted to make coins like they took things shitty is that that's like so ridiculous it's kind of crazy and then but that's the other thing the other things that really bother us like me and Joy had a moment where we were looking at each other and we were like are we the woke police oh my god and let me tell you I'm always talking about the woke police and I'm just like we have to learn somehow. Like, we can't right? be... But, but, okay, so this is why I was saying... I'm always saying how the woke police... And I'm just like, why are we all attacking each other? We need to, like, get out together. Like, yeah. You know, some things are problematic. Like, we some... need to call each other yeah. out. But I think in a respectful discussion type of way, right? Yes. And then I looked at Grecia. And then Grecia looked at me. And she was like, I think we're the woke police. And I was because... like, no! And it's because he used the N-word. He did. He used the N-word a few times, and that one hit me hard. And then, because he's a white Latino. Right. And that's not a thing. And, like, I know he came from the ghetto, and I know that, like, and that's what I'm saying about the generational gap in his show, Mm -hmm. is that I get that Latinos for a long time, like, use that word with each other. Right. But, like, we're at the point where we're not, we know that as a non-black Latino, you can't be using that right. word. Like, we know, like, those are the things that we want now. Like, we want more visibility of, like, Afro-Latinos and right. everything that's Latino-related. And he brushed over it. And then he also used the F word, like, against gay people. Oh, okay. I yeah. was like, what chef word? Because I use the, like, F-U-C-K word all the no. time. I was like, you're a friend of mine. Oops. No. Oh, yeah. and I thought that was a little thing. A couple of his jokes were a little homophobic. Yeah. And or then, stereotypically No, gay. and then and he I was, was like, like, come on. And then he was literally like, oh, yeah, but my, my brother is gay, so it's okay. And I was like, that's literally. But I, but I think he said that in that way that was kind of just like, this isn't okay to say. And, I, like, you guys should call me out for the second. But, like, nobody really did. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Because he did pull something like that for something else. And he was like, it's okay. And then somebody was like, what? And he was like, you get me. You're on my vibe. Um, so I don't know. Maybe he was, but maybe he wasn't. Regardless, yeah. I thought it was just like, mm, like he could have he could have caught himself, right? And said it and be like, mm, that's not okay. Or right? he could talk. Because then he's telling this audience, like, we shouldn't do this, you know? Or he could have actually talked about the LGBT community right. within, like, you know. And he we did talk about, like, the person that was, um, that fought in the war that was a cross-dresser. Um, but she wasn't a cross-dresser. She dressed as a man to fight in the war. Oh, that's true. That's different yeah. than, like, actually. And he people. did mock that, in a way. Yes. That was, like, eh, So, yeah. that was... And also, of, she was for the Confederate Army. So yeah, like, she fought yeah. for the Confederates. So that's not really, <laughs> so really not a hero that we want to have. <laughs> and he just say that. He was like, ah, this is not great. <laughs> but, so that was kind of like... But I'm just like, he could have talked about, like, we all know that... Well, not we. We don't all know. But we... I personally do know that not all Native American tribes look down upon gay people, right? Yeah, they uh, what is it called? Two spirited. Like that's a very that's a thing that's very much celebrated. Yes. Right? Or like in Mexico, you have I think it's I always forget what it's how it's pronounced, but I think it's the muje, which are it's spelled M U X E. Yeah. And so they're like a whole community of sort of like. Um, 
men that like identify as women and but they're celebrated like they're not right. seen as anything being wrong with them and so like i feel like he didn't touch up on that native mm-hmm. american like the binary wasn't really introduced until catholicism came exactly um and, and that, so yeah. he like how do you mock that when you could also like have talked about it right. in like a positive way so that yeah, was kind like, of that's like a colonial concept when you really think about it right like yes. this idea of just like gender and or just like two genders right like the binary gender um that really is something that is colonial and that was imposed on us because of religion and because of catholicism and trying to like make us fit into little boxes <laughs> yeah and so that was kind of like why i felt like it was like a good setup for something, but it didn't feel complete to me. It didn't feel right. like he really reached as far as he could have gone. But that know? being said, I think it's really important to remember that there is all this pressure on people of color to do things right. Yes. So, and so like A for effort. <laughs> yeah. No. I mean, I think Maybe he man he he like managed to do something that. Um, you know, who knows? Maybe had he gone farther, maybe, like, nobody would have backed his That's show true. and, like, it wouldn't have made it to Broadway or something. I don't know. Because he's getting it from all sides, right? Like, he's getting white people being like, why do you need a show about Latino history? Like, yes. why can't it just be all history? Um, <laughs> but, and then you're getting us that are like, mm, this was not woke enough, you Yeah. Know? But, like, at the same time, we still have to support our community, right? Well, I'm hoping that, like, this... Holding them accountable. Yes. But also supporting, you know? So I'm just hoping, like, it will be the beginning of, uh, you know, like, of something more. And right. I mean, I think also the, the reason why we're, like, we are at a place where we can ask for something more is because we do have Lin-Manuel Miranda on Broadway already, right. who is doing something like Hamilton, who did something, like, in the Heights, you know. So, mm-hmm. like, we have, but we have, like, this one person, and, like, this is another right. one. It's also, like, another man. Like, right. we need more oh, so women would need, it's like... It's not the first time we're on Broadway. <laughs> It's yeah. the first time I got to see something on yeah, no, the I, tickets are really affordable. I know, right? <laughs> well, we got the group kiss out. Woohoo! Thanks everyone for coming again. Uh, yes. <laughs> and um, so I think that's why like we want more. Right. And but like we do need more it's not that we need more Latino representation. I think we need more of the representation that we're hungry for, right? Because right. we do have, like, Univision, and we do have Telemundo, and we, well, we do... we need to disrupt those spaces. Yeah, like, those... <laughs> like, okay, don't We're even... colonized, don't even get me supremacist type of spaces. Don't even get me started on Televisa. Like, all of the soap operas that they make are so sexist, and, like, now that they're making... Like, Celia sure. Cruz, did you watch that? I don't know which network that I, was on. No, I think that one was Telemundo. That one was one of the first ones that really just kind of, one, had, like, darker people on there. But even yes. Celia Cruz was not represented well, right? Like, she was, like, a lighter-skinned Afro, like, Latina, right? In the and show. In the show, which, like, we all know is not true. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't watch but it because I... They do call out different structures that were in place, yeah. you know, there. Um, I think it's, like, on Netflix or something, that's so maybe I'll now. watch it. Yeah. I can't watch them when they're on because, like, you know when you get into something and then you miss an episode and then and then you're so mad and you're like, oh, my God, but then you're like, I'm a person, like, I have to have a life. I can't no, they're see. online now. Okay. And they still have stuff online. But, like, so, right. yeah, so I think it's just, like, we have to try to get, like, I pretty much just ignore them, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I ignore that they're there. I try to find right. things. I don't have a television. All of the, yeah, I think that's the thing I forget because um, I forget, like, we're not really represented out in the mainstream media because 
all of the media that I consume is the stuff that I search for because or we we mostly watch things in English. We're not really right, watching stuff thing. in Spanish. Yeah. So so the English market is more diverse, I think, than the Latino market, right? Like the Latino market only really shows Latinos that are European looking. Um, yeah, sometimes, like, I'm watching, on, like, I've done this, so, like, I'm watching, and I'm just, like, why are all these people white? Right. And then I was watching one of the novelas, like, I can't remember which one, and it was, like, that's, like, the other thing, it's, like, we're making no- novelas about, like, los narcotraficantes in a way that I feel, like, glorifies them, which, like, right. really annoys me. But then you get hooked, I can't stop watching. No, I just I watched, I watched one much. episode <laughs> at, like, Eliana's grandma's house, but... So I'm watching it, and like, first of all, they're all men, mm-hmm. and the only women in the show are prostitutes. And then, like, they never even get to talk unless they're like trying to be like, "Hey, Poppy, come over here." And I'm just like, "What the fuck is this?" So I feel like, you know, we we are like, be we don't want to watch those shows for like obvious right. reasons, but we are not making a push to make them feel better. That's and like, that's true. like another thing. And then also, I guess you kind of, oh, sorry. No, I was going to say the radio stations are the other thing. Like sometimes I'll tune into the radio stations because I want to listen to some bachata oh or something on my way home. All the shows. But I cannot listen to those people talk. Like they're so stu- Yeah, like I, I literally, I, uh, I posted something on the next Hemingway about uh-huh. like trans women because I, I tuned in one morning and the guy was like going off about how, um, trans women are an offense to real women and like blah 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 and i was like or they're trying to trick you and it's like yeah and it's just like no like trans women are not out there living their lives trying to like trick men Mm, who am i gonna snatch up no that's me honey (laughs) (laughs) they're they're like literally just trying to live their life like the the thing that they're all like out there trying to see people is just like you're just being paranoid and you're just like transphobic right like honestly so i i have to be checking myself constantly right like i think we talked a little bit about like my background and growing up and and you know and i think it's because i hadn't been exposed but then like that's the thing you kind of learn to adapt right and i think it's important to be called out like yeah that's um, the, that's my thing is like people just think they're so woke that you can't be called right. out anymore and it's like we'll never reach like peak wokeness because like, we're always learning new things <laughs> like who the hell do you think you are that you know all the things also like think about it like i'm 28 years old right, right. so like i've been let's say i've been woke for a year peak wokeness and I'm that, so that <laughs> and that might be like generous i don't even know Right, but let's say a year, uh-huh. right? Like, really, the Trump election is one of those things that, like, really woke me up in a I way that I didn't expect. I think it broke a lot it. of people up. It was yeah. kind of just, like, you know, throwing, like, agua fría into your face. Just like, yes. Whoosh, and you're like, <laughs> But so let's say I've been, like, thinking about this stuff for one year, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It took 20... Like, people there's there. 27 years of conditioning that I have to to get rid of Mm -hmm. and that's not gonna happen overnight so yeah like we like we I think it's like when we think we're so self-righteous that like we're right that's the problem like I I think think that's what bothers me about the woke police yes (laughs) because then they're just like talking to somebody else right like like that's to say if I were to go up to someone and like that's like super Christian right and Mm -hmm. it was like oh my god why are you so homophobic blah 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 forgetting that used to be me Right? Yeah. Like, and I think that's the thing that, like, we have to be, like, a little bit more tactical. Like, think of yourself as, like, wait, I was there once. Like, there is no way, unless you had amazing parents that raised you since you were a baby, <laughs> to yeah. teach you all the things. It's like, we were all there. Like, of course, I think there's some people 
that are more open because they haven't been exposed. And then there's some people that are like, no, I know about this and I don't care. Mm-hmm. Screw those people. You don't need to waste your time. Exactly. But, <laughs> but I think there is that, like, you know, kind of, like, tactful way of being. Or, like, being more understanding. Like, it's kind of like Without reading. to take that responsibility on It's more like reading the room. Like, know, right, what, know when right. you should use up your energy or, mm-hmm. like, sort of. Is this going to be a waste of my energy? Because when you, that's the thing. Somebody was telling me about someone that I don't really like. um, And they were like, well, you should probably call them out on, like, that behavior. And I was thinking about that. And I was like, no, I'm not going to because I don't really care about their personal growth because I don't really like them. (laughs) But also, that's another thing. You know, you have to, you have to know where to use your energy rightfully. Like, if you care about someone, then like, yeah, let's have this discussion. You know, I'm going to put that energy into it. If I don't care about you, then I'm like... But also, who is this right, other person like, giving you okay. homework to go wake somebody else up? Like, why can't they do it? You right! <laughs> like, leave me alone. I got shit to do. Uh, yeah, I'm just like, I have better things to do with my time, right? Like, I want to have these discussions with my friends. Like, people who are listening, you know? People who are tuning in. Hey, guys. Thank you for listening to us. Yes. Um, <laughs> you know? Um, but yeah, I think that's kind of... Really, we just... Wanted to talk about all of these things. Oh, and we did have the opportunity to meet John Leguzava. And we so t- sorry for talking trash about you right now. We're just counting you accountable. We love what you did. <laughs> yeah, it was, you know, we got to meet him to take a photo. And, like, we'll be posting the photo, like, this week as we get ready to launch yeah. the, uh, the episode. But, um, I mean, I think, like, definitely I appreciate what he did and I just hope it sets us up for more to come and like maybe it's like you know it is going to wake a lot of other people into doing this research mm-hmm. finding things about themselves that they didn't really and know. we want this like yes. as a community we're thirsty for it like after the event people are like what's next what other events are we coming and I was just like oh shit like oh <laughs> oh you guys want more <laughs> and it's like but the thing is like collectively as a community we're thirsty for this like we want these spaces that were not made for us and I think yes. we're the ones that are creating it we're just like mira no estaba ahí so I'm going to do it. Like, yes. and, and I think that's the attitude we have to take. And I was, I think when we were walking downstairs and some people were like, I don't know if I want to take a picture with him now after that. Like, you know, the whole thing made me a little uncomfortable. And I was like, yeah, but I was just like, at the same time, you know, like we're here, you know, we're on Broadway. And I'm like, that's great. So now it's like, if you didn't like something, then like, go make the change. Exactly. You take the next step. It's like, this was the first step in. So then you're like, hmm, I don't like that. And I'm like, now you get to take the next step. Exactly. Like, he took the first step in for you, you go next, right? And we keep going and going and going further. Yeah. Um, and that's what, like, even though, like, it wasn't my favorite thing ever, like, I really appreciate it. I think right. I'm really glad that I got to go see it. Because <laughs> if we didn't, if we hadn't had the chance to go see it, if this hadn't been a thing in the first place to see, right. then we wouldn't even be having this conversation right. at all. And think of how many people who, like, they saw this and it was their first insight to like Latino history and yes. just like I'm thirsty you know yeah. it's like kind of just like you know they got a little taste and now they're just like I want more like <laughs> and actually we're like freaking out because someone shouted us out oh my god yes I'm yeah, so Latinos who launched love you guys so much. Lati- so Latinos oh who launched posted about us on their Twitter. And like and we suck at Twitter and I didn't check it so yes. I know. And so we're like so excited but like you know talking about these spaces like I was listening to a lot of podcasts and a lot of the podcasts like they even talked about this in one of their episodes remember a lot of the podcasts are like amazing like this American life and like um, still processing is one of my other favorite ones but like a lot of the hosts were either white or um or black Americans right and so like 
I was like, wait, but like, why am I not listening to anything that's, you know, that's that, like, that's Latinos, and we the, the so host. <laughs> and I, that's how I found Latinos Who Lunch. And through Latinos Who Lunch, I found so me. many. Yeah. yeah, I told everyone, first of all, when I found Latinos Who <laughs> Lunch, because I was like so excited. Like, first of all, they're amazing. I love they're them. They're so funny. But, I love listening to them. But they do, like, they have like, an amazing, um, way of connecting with other podcasts and like mm-hmm. I found out about through so many other people and like I think you know we wanted to have that presence in the podcast world and like so many people started making podcasts because we need that yeah in this world and too. they run the podcasteria and support brown podcast stereo podcast oh yeah am I saying it wrong? I'm sorry guys don't <laughs> <laughs> no but so I like really appreciate having that because I don't know if we would be here had we not really right. been listening to all these other not podcasts. even seeing them and being like we could do it too you know yeah and they offer tons of support I think that's the great thing like with the podcast community the like Brown podcast. Yeah, the broad podcast. Like, I'll ask a question, and people are like, hey, these are resources. Or people are posting resources and sharing, and I'm just like, oh, my God, you know? It's it's really awesome that it's not seen as, like, no, only one of us can be here, you know? Um, and I think that's, like, the awesome thing about just the Latino community in general that's forming on these online spaces, yes. right? That we are very supportive of each other. And we definitely want to talk more about this and we'll be getting back to you guys about, you know, how if you have a project that you want to start, yeah. we want to encourage everyone to do it because, you know, like we can critique and everything we want but if we're not doing, then really what's the point of it? Right. So, we'll get back to you guys more on that and thank you so much for listening. Yeah, and that being said, I know a lot of you guys have complained about our audio, <laughs> so sorry but we don't got that audio money um, so we've set up a patreon and we'll be putting the link and if you want to go support us look up basic browners and so that we can keep making amazing content and keep having these conversations all right thank you guys so much and you can also uh you know send us dms on our instagram or uh our gmail gmail we'll probably get to you guys faster on gmail and we're going to be doing a listener episode, so shoot us questions on basicbrownnerds at gmail.com. Thanks for listening to Basic Brown Nerds.